Hello, and welcome to the Blogging Business Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Anna. It's good to have you here. This episode may include affiliate links. And remember, this is not legal or financial advice. Now let's start the show. Welcome to the Blogging Business Owner Podcast. This is episode 27. So if you want to find the show notes, it is bloggingbusinessowner.com slash 27. So today's topic is going to be choosing the right platform to host your e-course. We know that e-courses are some of the best ways to earn money. And honestly, that is those middle large income. A lot of it, it is email courses. And especially when you're making, you know, that top money, then, you know, e-courses are really going to be part of your income stream. Super important. Now, the reason that this is important about, you know, how do you choose your platform and so on is because a lot of them do have a very hefty monthly um, subscription fee, or some of them are capped with, you know, with so many students that you can have, so on. So depending on your business, you really want to think about how do you want to host your e-course? So we're going to talk about today and we're going to talk about, you know, basically this is called like learning management systems, LMS. And we're going to be learning a little bit more about just kind of the terminology. And then I'll give you some examples of where you might be considering, you know, or consider to put your e-course in. When we think about the benefits of e-learning or even blended learning, Um, You can train employees, extend job opportunities, do coaching, uh, do professional development, organizational development, uh, performance and quality overviews, business training. So there are so many benefits to doing e-learning or blended. You can introduce new and innovative skills and then you can give knowledge out to to whoever's listening so it's super important of course you can do some of or all of this in person but then you have additional costs like facilities and food and all that stuff which is great you know if you're building community uh, but you might want to think about also doing kind of a blended program maybe when people come together it's about community building but when they are in their homes or in their private spaces um, then they're able to focus more on knowledge and skill. Now, the benefits of e-learning, it's convenient and easy. Uh, More and more people are becoming more comfortable with technology. It's cost-effective, accessible. It fits into the employee's schedule. Uh, They can pick when they want to do it. Even if they're not employees, if they're subscribers, they can pick any time without feeling left out. independent learners i think a lot of adults see themselves as independent learners like they they know when to like fast forward on a video (laughs) Um, so people know when um content is of value and when it's not they have access to instructional materials all the time this is super important to me because i love to take notes and yeah i always like have this fear that my notes are not going to be comprehensive enough and I'm going to misunderstand something. So if the system itself gives me a place to note take, uh, then it's a little bit more reliable, at least to me, and I'm able to reference the information at its core. And then 
the media is top quality. I think sometimes um, when you're when you're doing like a live, you don't always have control of things going right or wrong, right? Like the microphone can fall off or electricity goes off, internet goes You don't always have like full control. If you have an e-learning course or, or blended, you do have a little bit more control because it's more curated and that also can facilitate learning um, a lot better. So blended learning is more so when it's like partly in person, partly online. It also is very flexible uh, when when it is, you know, off of not in person. Educational and collaboration, face-to-face interactions. There's more opportunities for students to learn about kind of the global society by interacting with them. It provides access to high quality education because it's hands-on and then it's also reflective at the same time. So whatever way that you go, it really depends on your business. I know with calligraphy, they prefer to do in person, but there's a lot of people who want to learn calligraphy from a certain artist and they just are not able to be in the physical space. And so some artists have gone to do courses uh, like online so that people can access them wherever they are but you know there are some traits that are better done in person but they can easily translate to online some of them can't right and that's when you want to take into consideration doing blended learning let's talk about kind of the, the main differences in in um the learning management system so first you have the LMS, the learning management system. (laughs) And then you have the universal course platform um, or UCPS. So the learning platform is often used to refer to the software developers use to build the e-learning offerings. This includes, but it's not limited to an LMS or a UCPS. So when we talk specifically about an LMS or a learning management system, it's also also known as like a virtual learning environment. And it's an online system that manages student admission, finances, payments. So just kind of like the whole gamut, right? Reports, assessments, anything else, you know, that you have to do as an administrator to run your course. Using an LMS, uh, the learners interact with the course instructor through a virtual classroom setting. The LMSs allow teachers or instructors to interact with the students using web-based tools. Like for example, Zoom is not an LMS, but a UCPS is a web-based system that provides learning management tools for both the educator and student in the same way that the LMS does. However, in the UCPS, it allows teachers to provide a hands-on learning experience via the web along with assessment tools that encourage students to check their understanding. So slightly different, LMS allows teachers to interact with the students using web-based tools such as email and chat, while UCPS offers a more immersive experience, including synchronous video conferencing. So think about what's going to be like best for you. Sometimes it's not always good to be live uh, because some people just are not ready for it. Sometimes it is good to be live. 
Okay, let's talk about some features. Uh, whether you're going into LMS, UCPS, I just wanted to put that out there so that you kind of know the terminology, but let's talk about features. The first thing is bandwidth. So bandwidth is super important because it enables your users to examine and learn the content, which help them perform their job. This will be achieved if the platform has low latency, high bandwidth, and a good range of con uh, connectivity. So a lack of bandwidth will impact your students' experience in your courseware. So important. You work so hard to put your course together. You want it to be working. <laughs> and so the bandwidth is super important, especially if you're going to be hosting videos, especially if those videos are on the platform itself. Very important. There's some features I'm going to mention that you're going to say, oh, those are do not apply to me. That's okay. Bandwidth applies to everybody. So make sure that you're looking at bandwidth when you're identifying a hosting service. Push notifications. This is some, this is like when you get that alert, um, you could get it on your web browser, you can get it on your phone, you can get it in your email, instant message. It's just like a little prompt that gives you updates. This is a great way to make sales. A lot of people are making sales this way by doing SMS uh, push notifications um, because it goes straight to someone's phone. People usually will pick it up. Like the, It usually gets people's attention. They'll click on it, evaluate if they want it or not. Push notification is a great way uh, to for engagement and for making sales. Uh, so maybe it's not important to you, Maybe it is. I know that push notification more and more uh, people are figuring it out how to how to make it more affordable. But right now, to get a really good software that only does like not not even e-course, just a push notification software that does what it says it does, <laughs> is very expensive. I'm talking like over a hundred dollars a month. If you still want the functionality but you don't want that cost look for a hosting service that is going to include that in your package already um, super important another one that i think is so important and you have to have to have to look at it and you might have not thought about it is integrated payment methods you want to make it as simple as possible for people to buy so if people have the desire to sign up for your e-course, but they can't buy it, <laughs> it's going to be, they're not going to have access to it, right? So you want to make it super easy. Get a platform where it's already integrated. You don't have to go and buy this plugin and buy this other software, and then you got to hook it up. You know, if it works for you, it works for you, you know, whatever, if whatever works for you really if it's integrated it's just so much easier content scheduling so you want to make sure that your lms you know it has a great tool to organize your online um, course content so you might be thinking about maybe everybody starts and moves as a cohort through your 
online content. So that means every Sunday, for example, a new lesson appears. So if that's important to you, then make sure that you have a course hosting service that supports you, that is going to let you schedule and then publish. Maybe you might want to say, you know, you want to segment people and maybe uh, for these people, they get it on this rotation and these other people get it on second rotation. It, it just depends on the structure of your business, really. Uh, so if this is important for you, this is something you need to look into and make sure that your hosting platform is going to give you the option of doing content scheduling. Some of these are real deal breakers. Okay, built-in discussion forums. This is a great way to build community. And this was one of my most important parts when I was choosing a platform. A lot of people, what they'll do is that they'll say, you know, um, come to my e-course and then we're all going to go hang out on Facebook, right? Like you have a Facebook group. Some people that works for them, I, I just, you know, you're putting your trust in Facebook at that point or wherever you're, um, you're hosting your community. You can pay for a different service, right? But that just means kind of moving people around. If you want to do that, that's up to you. If you want to have everything in one spot, then, you know, making sure that your course, your hosting platform is going to allow you to have some type of discussion forum. If you're working with a team or you're offering a free sneak peek to a much larger course, a paid course, then you want to manage access and roles. So you want to segment, you know, this person can add content, this person can delete content, um, maybe for your team and maybe for subscribers. These are the free subscribers where they only get to see up to lesson number three. These are the paid subscribers. These are lifetime learners. So if that, if you're going to be offering like different tiers, then it's important for you to manage the access and the roles. And you, you'll look at that with your course. Paying for affiliate marketing, you pay to do affiliate marketing for your course. And that can also be third party that you're doing it with. I just know that there is a lot of success with affiliate marketing, especially if you're somebody that's reputable. The more people are able to kind of refer your content to others, the more likely you are going to, you know, continue to grow. If you are interested in affiliating your course, there are some platforms that will allow you to do it within their package. So you don't have to pay anything extra or go to a third party. They'll just kind of do it uh, right then and there. So if that's important to you, that's something to look into. The next is marketing coupons. So if you are in the business of, you know, giving things out for free or giving them, you know, for a reduced price, maybe you do an Instagram live and everybody who signs up from the live gets to have 30% off or gets the first two lessons or, you know, whatever the case, then you do want to have some type of coupon system uh, so that, you know, people can can go on and have a discount. 
<laughs> real-time sales reporting, that might also be important to you. What real-time sales reporting is, is that it allows a business to measure its performance, analyze trends, evaluate results, and drive business growth through more efficient processes and new strategies. So this is a way, you know, if e-courses are going to be a way for you to make money, which it is for people who earn the most amount of money in blogging in general, then you do want to start looking into your analytics and where you are performing the best. So if you are getting most of your customers through Pinterest, then of course Pinterest ads will make sense. Uh, so you're just kind of tracking and growing your business. So I think that because e-courses are a huge drive to uh, to more income, I think that that's a really important piece is to do real-time sales reporting. You might want to do integrated ads. And so making sure that, you know, that you're looking if your e-course platform has integrations like built-in integrations with advertising platforms like Facebook, Instagram, that allow your business to reach a targeted customer. That's important. So if that's important to you, make sure that you have integration uh, for ads. You might also look at easy website builder. Uh, how easy is, is it to manipulate the website? Because, you know, if you have a ton of content, but it's super hard to put it on the website, that might just not be the best hosting platform for you um, because it's super important to just get things get things on the paper. That's the most important or on the website. <laughs> um, another one might be like unlimited learner storage courses, quizzes. If you're looking at just having like lifetime learners, they pay once and they get access forever, uh, then, you know, you're going to need unlimited seats. Um, so that's, uh, that's going to be important. You might need unlimited storage if you have, you know, an academy where you're just building like on it and more and more and more and you're hosting like your pictures on it and your videos, it's gonna get really full. Um, so that's important. And if you want to have quizzes, you know, make sure that your platform allows you to do that so that people aren't like clicking out all the time. It's just the best user experience all the time. Multilingual functionality might be important to you. This means that uh, people will be able to access your content no matter uh, the language that they're most comfortable in. And this is a kind of a new feature. Um, not everybody does this right now. So if this is important to you, then um, you have to kind of keep an eye on whatever software you've picked and then jump on it when it has multilingual or look at, you know, some of the new softwares that are coming up um, for, you know, this inclusivity, inclusivity of language. Okay, this is kind of a long list, <laughs> but I just want to make sure that you are aware of the different features. Integrations, um, Zapier, Zoom, Stripe, Twitter, <laughs> whatever integration you're thinking about, if you think it's going to make your job easier because like the platform doesn't allow it or um, so forth, or you want to do something kind of like, like different, like for example, every time you get a new uh, sign up for your course, 
you want to celebrate them by tweeting about it. You can do that on Zapier where you make that automation uh, and, you know, and then people get kind of kudos from you. You might want to do that. So just make sure that if that's something you want to do, then that integrations are allowed in your um, in your hosting system. Custom domain is also important. I mean, you could cloak it. You can put a pretty link in front of it and, and kind of make it, you know, different. But if you need it to be your domain, then make sure that you, the platform allows for that. You may even do certificates. So whenever someone finishes a course or something similar, you, they get a like recognition. <laughs> like that's usually awesome. People really enjoy that. And so if that's important to you, you want to make sure that that's done within the system. You can do it manually, but at some point it's going to get exhausting. So if that's important to you, make sure that it has it. You might even want to do live courses and you don't have to do every course live, but maybe you just want to do some on the platform. So that's something to think about. Private and public academies. Uh, so maybe you have a course that is free and other courses that are not. Not not like partially free, partially paid, but like the whole course. So making sure that your platform is going to allow you to have a free a section or a free course that that's built in without much barriers of entry to your customers. Drip courses are something that is also pretty popular. It's so self-paced, so the user has total control over what they will be learning and when they will be learning it. Uh, so that's like every Sunday something else is released. Private notes and discussions inside of the lesson discussions on the lesson itself. Maybe they could be private, they could be public, but that way people understand the context rather than having it in a discussion board, like a like outside the lesson or even on a group discussion, like in Facebook or something. Uh, if you can have it right on the lesson itself, it will help with context. So that might be important to you. That might not be important to you. For me as a learner, that's important for me because I like to take a lot of notes. And when I don't have a way to take notes on the platform, I tend to um, like take screenshots and write over them and I'll keep my own notes. Uh, but it's also super like important for a leader or an instructor to be able to see the collective understanding. And so if you can see people's notes, then it's it just gives you more data. Cloning courses is something that a lot of people like to do because a lot of course of their courses kind of take the same trajectory. And so if you clone the course, then you can just like switch out the content and the course is done for you, right? You don't have to like go in and program it again. So think about that. You can think about gamification. Every time that somebody does something, they get something like a little badge or they get to see their progress against others, which makes it a little bit more competitive and they can compete against themselves as well, right? If there's like a a benchmark, you have to do all of this and, and then, you know, you get your badge. Uh, people might be watching for that. Uh, I do that like on Twitch, I there is a gamification 
and they'll give you a badge when you go live. They'll give you something else when you go live every day of the week. It doesn't have to be consecutive. So you're just kind of like learning the platform with guidance, which makes it fun and easier because you feel a sense of accomplishment. I talked about this earlier, but a leadership board when people can see each other and how they're doing custom badges and then I for me there's a deal breaker own your content rights that is super important so you want to look at the terms of use terms of service whatever they call it you want to look at them and you want to make sure that your hard-earned content is yours that they're not going to take it you know, it's just, it's so important. You don't want to work and they take your content. Okay. So for me, that's a deal breaker. And now for a break, stay with us. Hey, it's Anna and the newsletter is open right now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. My newsletter is the most comprehensive service for blogging business owners. Each week, the newsletter focuses on strategies, features, and the benefits for online businesses. The Blogging Business Owner newsletter is the number one way that I get to connect with you each week. Having the newsletter is what drives traffic to my site every single day. So dive in now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter bloggingbusinessowner.com slash n-e-w-s-l-e-t-t-e-r. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Let's jump into the top five learning platforms to host your new course. I'm not saying pick all of them. I'm just saying think about them. Very popular is Teachable. Uh, Teachable is, it's like an its own site. You don't you don't um, host it on your website. It's a whole different site of its own. Um, anybody can use it with very basic uh, computer skills, which makes it easy for people who are novice and who are not used to taking courses uh, to kind of jump on and understand the platform pretty easily. It can be on the pricier side. Um, and, and they do take a percentage of of your transaction fees. Uh, so you have to think about that too. Now, the pros of Teachable, it's unlimited everything. Uh, it gives you complete control of your storefront and sales page. Optimizes design to increase conversions on your website. It's unbelievably easy to set up. I mean, this is why so many people use Teachable. It's just one of, you know, just one of the top software out there. Now, I did go to the Teachable website and I did pull off some numbers, but these might change. So I I do uh, tag or link Teachable in the blog post. Uh, So you can just click on it and I'll take you to the pricing section of uh, Teachable. Right now for a basic course, uh, this is like if you create your first online course, it's $29 uh, per month and it includes all the basic features, right? 0% transaction fees, course product, instant payout, two admin level users, product support, coupon codes, 
drip courses, integrated email marketing, third-party integrations, community integrations. So really all of the basics, which is really great for $30 a month. Most people will get the Pro, which is $99 a month, and that includes unlimited students. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, before I had said uh, no transaction fees. The basic plan has 5% trans- transaction fee, and the Pro has no transaction fees. Uh, course, course products, member only community, which is important for some people. Instant payout, five admin level users, graded quizzes course completion, uh, certificates, and integrated affiliate marketing. A lot of people get this plan. I think it's one of the most um, popular. And of course, you have your business plan for $249, which, let's see, no transactions fees, 20 admin level users, priority product support, manual student imports, bulk student enrollment. Oh, that's so great customer user rules, advanced theme customization, and then group coaching calls. Oh, that's awesome. So if you have a growing business and you want it all in one spot. Okay, let's move on to our next one. Akato. So if you want to retain customers and employees, then you've got to make sure that they're adequately onboarded. Akato is super versatile. I mean, the way that they built this LMS is they they put it out when it was still a draft. It hadn't been like completely finished. Um, and the reason they did that is because they wanted to really customize it to the way that the users were going to use it. So if you buy a Kato now, you're going to go into their into their LMS and be able to provide feedback that is later integrated, rejected, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, but you'll be able to see it, how how they are either considering it, uh, if other people want to do it as well. Super flexible, such a great time uh, to work with Akato. Okay, so Akato has unlimited courses. So as soon as you buy an academy, you can build as much as you want within your academy. 50, 100, uh, it's unlimited, really. So maybe your academy is the name of your website, and then within your academy, you have different courses, and people can actually buy different courses. So once they, like, it's not like they buy the entire thing if you don't want it to. They can buy, like, different things, different courses within your academy. And then within each course, you have unlimited lessons, unlimited media files, multiple login pages. You have dashboard and analytics, multiple login pages as in like, let's say I have a course on writing and a course on social media. Well, I want to have different login pages, right? I don't want it to look the same. Social media login. So that's with the, you know, do you want to log in with your Facebook? Do you want to log in with Google? Super important for people like us who are always on the go and just want to do it fast. Multi-language. So this is because it's so new, they they do offer uh, multi-language so you can access uh, the platform, whether you speak English or other languages. Bookmarks and lessons, uh, chat integration, clone your courses, webhooks and API. That's for fancy people who understand that a little bit more. 
course rating, bundle lessons, coupons. I mean, the list really goes on with Akedo, but let's jump to the pricing. So Akedo, the pricing for uh, everything that I just said, by the way, is included with all of these. So for $39 a month, you get the marketing plan. You get free SSL, pixel tracking, quiz, certificates, live courses um, from a third-party user. You also have onboarding uh, for $99 a month. The difference is you get surveys, gamification, custom badges. And the third one is training, which is $3.99 per month, which is SSO, login with your own domain, community assessment, mobile SDK, reach out segments, Akedo live streaming, dedicated account manager, onboarding and setup support. You get a lot with Akedo. I think their background really speaks to it because uh, I think the founder of Akedo or the creator is used to being in the service uh, sector. So he, I believe he's made other software that help with training new employees. So it's no surprise that a lot of this is modeled uh, with that in mind, but there's a lot of growth that they have made since the time that they have uh, put this out there. So Akedo is, is a really great option. Okay, next, Thinkific. So Thinkific is another very popular platform uh, to sell your online courses. The price point of Thinkific is a great option as well, especially when you compare it to other affordable options. So when we look at Thinkific, I mean, it's very, it has a very sleek, uh, kind of forward-thinking homepage. So if you are mostly doing like video tutorials or live webinars, Thinkific is going to be pretty great for you. The pros of Thinkific are you save time with automations and email marketing. You create engaging courses without writing code or hosting your site. You do it all in Thinkific. Customize the content of your course certificates to add an extra professional touch. And you never lose traffic coming from affiliate sites again because they have their own built traffic reporting tools. As far as pricing, you can start with $0 <laughs> with limited courses, unlimited students, quizzes and surveys, content hosting, and then instant access to your funds. This might be great if you're just kind of dipping your toes and kind of just figuring out if course creation is going to be for you because you can start for free with Thinkific. It then goes on. It has a basic, a pro and a premiere. It ranges from $39 all the way to $399. And the basic differences are, you know, you get coupons, email, uh, you can email your students, drip, affiliate reporting, custom domain, email integrations, Zapier triggers, <laughs> manual student enrollment and uh, exports, Thinkific app store, so much more. You can see how these can get a little, well, I mean, they can get a lot expensive. So really Thinking about those features that we talked about earlier is going to be important for you because that's how you're going to be able to choose which software is going to give you the most benefit. The next software that we're going to talk about is Podia. Podia, honestly, was my second choice. I love this software. So Podia is an all-in-one online course platform with over 50,000 members, so sort of new. 
uh, not as new as a Kato, but it's 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 kind of the newest out of the others, like Think Effect um, and Teachable. You can sell your work. I love it because it contains. You can put images, videos, audio files, PDFs, quizzes. You can put so many different types of media on Podia. So if you, you know, have a more diverse uh, kind of student skills and you have different ways that you want to communicate uh, knowledge or skills, this is a great uh, platform for you. Now, the pros of Podia. It's, um, you know, you grow your membership and be active with your members to engage with them. You can connect it with Facebook groups, which is, you know, if you already have an active Facebook group, Podia might be a good solution for you. You can offer tiered plans to attract clients of all sizes, and then you run your own affiliate program. So I think what is most appealing for me about Podia is, of course, the different media but also that you have tiered plans. So I went on the website and again, this might change, but they do start at $39 a month and you have things like unlimited everything, free migration, daily live Q&As, sell online courses, uh, sell digital downloads. Mm, That's important for a lot of people. Sell webinars. You have the shaker and the earthquaker. <laughs> and, you know, that could put you at $79 a month or $179 a month. Basically, the difference is uh, with shaker, you get course certification, affiliate marketing, embedded checkout, third party code. So you get that with shaker and earthquaker. And I'm going to owe you the last ones because they kind of got caught off from my paper, but I'm sure they're in the blog post. (laughs) And you can also go to Podia uh, to find, you know, what else is there uh, because things change all the time. Okay. Two more academies. I mean, two more platforms. And then I kind of want to move into, you know, what I use. Okay. Kajabi is a high-end course builder tailored to information businesses, not tiny course creators. So if you have like this super complicated, long course, Kajabi's for you. It's an all-in-one software for all aspects of your information business. Wistia Video Hosting is excellent. Focus on sales and marketing tools, and then you can integrate it with Stripe and PayPal, which is important, okay? That's super important. Not everybody has PayPal. Some people only have Stripe. Okay, looking at their pricing, it is hefty. Their most affordable plan is 218 The growth and access, which is the most popular plan, is 258 a month. And then the pro plan is 418. Now you do, it does change with like the products, the pipelines, the, uh, the number of contacts, active members. So you have to think about all these, you know, different features and what your course kind of like your membership and your teammates. So think about all those things, quizzes, surveys, chat. Um, there's some automations with the basic, but you get you get more advanced automations as you grow in your plan. 
you get the code editor, you get to do affiliate programs if you're on growth or higher. So Kajabi is expensive, but it is an all-in-one. So if you're at that level, Kajabi is your solution. Udemy. Udemy is one of the best online course platform marketplaces with over 24 million students. So very reliable, right? People people know what Udemy is. You have a minimum of 30-minute lectures and material topics. And while there are many benefits to adding your courses onto the website, uh, keep in mind that promotion will be more difficult if you're not already established elsewhere. So it's more of a kind of a referral sort of uh, software. So the pros of Udemy, you have a large user base on Udemy. So you're most likely to be found on Udemy um, than somewhere else. Build a strong marketing and sales strategy. Receive substantial revenue for, you know, tuition fees. You have 40 million potential students, right, on Udemy. (laughs) And instructors set the course prices and receive a revenue share for tuition fees. So this is very different because this one, I'm not going to be able to give you their pricing because it really depends on the instructor. Uh, So for example, they will charge Udemy, will charge 3% revenue share if you use an instructor coupon on their platform or 50% off the sale price when a student finds your course through Google. So very referral based. And 75% of transactions made by paid marketing efforts are also covered under Udemy. So you set your own price, but then you also have to be very mindful that there is a cut that's going to be taken. So if you tend to sell a lot, uh, this might be, you know, if you have like a lower price end course, you might sell a lot more than when you have a higher end price course either way you know you're going to be giving a share of that so would you rather have a flat fee or (laughs) give a percentage that's up to you now i did talk about different software but i want to talk to you about the one that i chose and i chose a kato i chose a kato because for me it was super super important to have a community where I could nurture students, where we could learn together, where I can make changes, you know, as a community where it just would be more fluid. I wanted everything to be in one spot. Uh, I wanted people to feel celebrated when they reach a milestone, whether it's live or not. Uh, So the badging system was really important. I am a competitive person and I love looking at the leadership board and so that was super important for me because I know there's people out there that do like it there's people that don't like it they don't have to necessarily look at it like it's not like you're a welcoming page you have to you know click on a tab Uh, so that is motivating to me some people kind of measure themselves against themselves and so the badges are important and also guides them through the course helps them uh, to keep going most of all, I think the community was the most important to me because I think, yes, I can, you know, give you the knowledge and give you the skills and all that stuff. But 
really knowledge and like learning really starts happening when people come together and they talk about their experience and they talk about how they're utilizing those skills. Relatability, I think, is so important and practicality. So for me, th that was really important. And then I needed something that was super easy <laughs> to navigate because I don't have patience for building stuff on 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 the web. So I'm impressed with myself for being able to keep up with WordPress and having like a second WordPress site would just be a lot of work for me. So I needed something that was easier for me to use, but also flexible enough so where I'm not tied into, you know, one template. Um, and Akato really allowed me to do that too put my creativity forward. Yes, Akato is growing. And I think for some people that's a downside and that it's not like completely done. <laughs> like everything that they want to do is not there yet. But for me, it's a plus because I do think that a community has better outputs than just one person coding it. And so I appreciate that Akato does take into consideration our comments and our feedback and do implement those that are going to be best for uh, for the community as a whole. So I I just love you know, the community that Akato has created and I want to, you know, be sure to create the same community uh, within my academies. I'm going to link Akato uh, so that you can check it out. I, you know what, go, you can go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash Akato and you can find a lot from Akato there. Okay, let's go to frequently asked questions. Question number one, what equipment do I need to create an online course? Well, you need some type of device, uh, most likely a desktop. I mean, you want to support yourself because it does take a while. You can use a laptop, of course, and then internet access. <laughs> uh, you need like an email. Uh, and if you're going to be speaking, a microphone. If you're going to be creating videos of yourself, then some type of like webcam. Um, you can buy those on you can buy all this well it's up the internet <laughs> you can buy it like on amazon uh different um google and um if you're going to be printing material then you need a printer as well thank you next question how to start creating and selling online courses Okay, well, you start by choosing a learning management system, like a hosting platform. Go back and read all the features that I laid out and think about how important they are to you because that's that's going to be a great way for you to start to identify which platform you're, you want to use because there's so many out there. I named some, but there's so many more out there. And you just, you know, you want to get one that is going to meet your needs and that you're able to pay for on a monthly basis. Then you want to create your course. Even before you start creating it, you can start to attract students with a wait list. Even after you create it, you can then have a select group of people try it before you kind of launch it. 
take their feedback, implement it, and then launch it. And then you want to promote it. You know, once once it's ready, you want to promote it, whether that's in your email list, on Google, have a good course description. You want to make sure that your selling offer is something that people are willing to pay. If you have a online store, then finding a way that you can build on those items. So if you're selling calligraphy pens you are putting somewhere in there that they can learn how to use the calligraphy pens by taking your course right so just finding creative ways to promote it thank you next question how do i choose a platform for my course okay so just like bare bones okay you want to think about the type of content that you're going to be using so if it's all text based then go with something that supports text based because you don't want to pay for something that supports all these other things and then you're paying a ton of money when your course is text based right which doesn't take a lot of like storage but if you're doing video you have to be very selective and and pick something that's going to support your content cost is important it it's not the driving factor for me of course it is a factor but the driving factor for me is really the features and and once all the features are right then i start looking at costs so along with cost support if something were to go wrong is someone there to help you sometimes even when you buy kind of the lower uh plans you don't get customer support so you want to make sure that you're looking at that processes look at administration how you can involve teammates so on the ease of use so do you feel confident building your course on the platform some of them might even have trials so think about doing a trial before you pay the full annual uh, price administration how easy it is for you to uh, administrate the course so payment system enrolling students giving certificates so how easy is that um or how involved is it basically all those things you would want to get them automated so you want to learn how to do that and then community if that i think that's important to evaluate community so are they going to be able to have a direct line with you uh such as like an email or as a group uh, so thinking about those. So those would be the main things that I would think about. Okay, thanks so much. Next question. Will people buy my online course? Okay, I don't know. I don't know if people will buy your online course. I think the best thing to do is make a wait list and see how many people are interested. Once you make a wait list, then you, of course, want to keep in close contact, right? Giving them updates, um, sending a weekly email something like that right you you do want to keep them um up to date um but yeah build a a wait list i think that's my biggest uh kind of tip uh to know if you're going to be able to sell your online course thank you last question what are possible problems with online courses okay there are different challenges that you do want to avoid with online courses one is are people able to find your content so if things are just like the formatting of it if it's not easy to navigate then it's that's a problem students may not understand the content on their own learning style so some people are more visual some people are readers some you know so just 
learning how your students learn and adjusting is important. Students may not get the most out of an online lesson due to different computer or internet connections. This is so common uh, because especially if you have an international uh, student base, then you, you know, that's something that's out of your control. Some of the things that people will do are things like they will do um, like a video, they will post a transcript, and then they'll do an ebook. So if your internet is out, they can at least download the ebook and look at the content. And later on, when their inter internet is up, they can watch the videos. Lack of ongoing support could mean that some students are left out. So it's important for, uh, for students to have that community because you're not always going to be there. Uh, I mean, it's important for you to be there. It's just like, you know, you have to think about yourself as well. And you want students to feel valuable and that they're getting their needs met. And the community can do that or can help with that. And the last challenge that you really want to avoid is, you know, if the content is no longer relevant or valuable, students won't gain anything. And you can mitigate this by including surveys, looking at uh when students drop off like if they're dropping off in the beginning or maybe like the middle if they're if they're dropping off in the middle it means that your course is so good <laughs> that they were able to just move on right they got what they needed and they're moving on so then you really need to look at maybe you need to cut down your course or maybe you know sell it in two parts uh so it could be you know Maybe you need to increase the price. Uh, that might be something else. If you're getting a lot of refunds, you know, after people kind of log into, like they have it for three days or something and then they refund it, it means that they, you know, the content was, didn't meet their needs. The platform was hard to use. Could be all sorts of things. Okay, so always have fresh and relevant content. And I'm going to put some resources for you. I really love this article, uh, the written one, because it's just so visual and so vibrant and you could just spend so much time on it. I just love it so much. And so if you have time and kind of a bigger screen, like a desktop, even a tablet, uh, I, I encourage you to go see this article. I, I, I think it's one of the best pieces, honestly. Overall, I do encourage you to start um, an e-course. The way that people distinguish themselves from earning good money to earning awesome money <laughs> is that they start to offer multiple courses. I hope that you're thinking about starting a course soon, that you are putting serious thought into it. You can even start a wait list now and see how many people are interested. And then that you're being supported by whatever platform you're thinking about. Uh, so please check out the article. I thank you so much for being here with me. I think, let's see, we made good time. You're going to find the blog post at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash 27. I know I said those were the show notes. The show notes are actually bloggingbusinessowner.com slash show notes 27. But if you go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash 27, you're going to find all the resources there including a link to the show notes. <laughs> so I highly encourage it. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. All right, take care. 
Thank you for connecting with us. It's always a pleasure and privilege to share time with you. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform where you can consume our podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and comment on the blog post. You can find the show notes by going to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash show notes. I'm your co-host, Anna. And this is your co-host, Chaitanya. Thanks for joining us and listening to us today. I hope you have a wonderful day. So as you know, I have been in the podcasting space for some weeks now, and I have been very lucky to produce successful episodes. If you want to hear more episodes, go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. Access the one stop to subscribe to your favorite platform and connect with us online. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast.